Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Welcome back to the Women in Jazz show with me, Lev. I'll be with you for the next hour on Soho Radio. Today I'm spotlighting women in jazz as usual, but particularly women in jazz based in New York. And that is because today's guest is an artist who's based in New York. She's originally from Brazil. Um, she's a singer, songwriter, producer, guitarist. She's called Elise. And she was one of my once watches for 2023. I only discovered her a few months ago, but she's just creating gorgeous music, which kind of merges bossa nova with modern day sounds and electronica. So I'm heading across the pond for today's guest. Elise is joining me. Um, she was one of my ones to watch for 2023 that I put in the show in beginning of this year I did on January after discovering her music on Spotify I can't exactly remember how I don't know or where it was um but she just had such a lovely sound it was laid back it was really soft um lovely voice and lovely rhythms I just it was really nice um so she's originally from Brazil but currently based in New York and she sums up her sound as trying to mix the classic bossa nova with a new modern sound so Let's get into it. So Elise got her with me now. Well, from across pond, you know. <laughs> but um, thank you for coming along. How you doing? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. It's my first time doing something like this. So oh, wicked! It's really special. That's cool to know. Um, so I feel like because I mean you're a new artist to me. You're going to be a new artist to probably a lot of the listeners. But it's great because it means there's a lot to find out. Um, so. Originally from Brazil, now based in New York. Um, so take me back, like um, growing up in Brazil. When did you when did you move to New York? Actually, what age? So I mean, I only been living in New York for two years. Um, I kind of grew up my whole life moving around. I moved from Brazil when I was two to Seattle, and then moved around. I even moved to England. I lived in Cambridge when I was young for like four years. I know, really random. And then I moved back and did high school in Seattle. I went to school, college in Boston. I went to Berkeley College of Music, music school there. And then I moved to New York, kind of like 2020, 2021. Oh, wow. So you, you really, you've lived all over. Yeah, but Brazil was always a home base. Like we would go there, stay there. I would always love Brazilian music. That was my first connection with music and everything like that. That's That's my home to me, especially since moving around so much. I always felt mostly connected to Brazil. Oh, okay. So where did you where do you kind of feel like you did the bulk of your growing up, I guess? Or do, do you, was it really just you moved? Or It was really everywhere. I mean, a lot of my childhood memories are actually from England and Cambridge. 
like just like riding my bike with my dad or riding like behind my dad and his, his bike um and just like going to school there but that's like more my childhood my like high school time was in seattle and i feel like i was that was very like identity crisis time like just moved to america again like who am i but always going to brazil like every year sometimes twice a year so that was always the constant you've always got that connection you're always heading home so that's nice at least you've like you said you've got that kind of constant connection for you um so musically i guess well has that always been in, embedded into you as music always been a massive part yeah i, I think I, I i always loved music i was always in choir i was always singing i was always putting on shows for my family you know classic things and then i feel like it was more when i was in high school i just realized like i love playing guitar like that's really like it was like an extension of myself and I just like wouldn't do anything else but just play guitar or like, yeah. And that's when I really fell in love with it. And then when I went to school, I, I was kind of like, okay, well, I want to go to school for music. I want to like pursue this. I just didn't really know how. So then, so I decided to go to music school. But then going to music school, I think I was like, oh, like I'm kind of confused about myself, my identity. Like, what do I want to put out to the world? Because I had always loved Boston Nova music. That's the music I'd always just gravitated towards too, and like writing and like playing, just like learning from other covers and other songs. But I had this like fear of like, oh, but that's not the music that's popular today. Like no one likes that. No one knows about it. Going to school, I kind of had a little bit of like, what do I actually want to do? When you eventually decided to move to New York, I guess the other moves were kind of um, yeah, they weren't like necessarily my choice. They weren't yeah, your choice. So, Other than like going to college in Boston, like that was my choice. And I also just like I wanted to experience something else. But my dream was always to move to New York. To New York, I was in a band in Boston with my roommates, and they were really set on going to LA. And I was like, I was like, my dream was to go to New York. And so we had this like point of conflict, and me kind of being like, do I go to LA? Do I go to New York? And then I, I picked New York. I kind of moved here on impulse and just like decided to go for it. It was like the best decision I ever made. Best thing for me and like my music and feeling comfortable in myself and releasing and making what I want to make. Okay. Do you feel like your sound was really discovered in Boston? And that's, or do you feel like it's grown a lot in New since New York? I think it's honestly was totally found in New York because I kind of had to force myself to be independent and just like be alone and like actually sit with my like, thoughts and my like playing and like, you know, during COVID we were all not doing anything. And so... I had actually been going through a breakup at the time. And so I was just forced to sit with my thoughts. And all I would do is just like play guitar and like let it all out. And that's when I wrote back to you, actually, that song. I wrote it like during COVID. And that's when I really like found my song, my sound and discovered like, okay, no, I'm just going to like make what feels true to me. And then not worry about what anyone else thinks. Yeah, back to you. That one's lovely. Played that at the beginning of the show. Um, New York is kind of the place where you feel like you're coming into your own, I guess. Um is that a comparison to like, like before you said you were working with bands or you were in a band? So Well, I was just kind of, I think, discovering myself and like you go from a place where you're like an artist and you feel like unique, like a musician. Then you go to a school where everyone's doing the exact same thing as you. And so for me, I kind of was like, whoa. And people were doing things like ahead that I didn't even know how or like I had this kind of like block of like okay I want to do this but how do I do this and then I would see people doing it and be like but how can I do that and I was just trying to create music that would fit a mold I think or music that I felt like I, I wanted to do but it wasn't necessarily true to me and then the minute like during COVID and I really stepped back and was just like forced to be alone and actually like write what I wanted to write to like really release things that's when I think I really found my sound and 
was like, okay, I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid off and start releasing this stuff and see what happens. More for me rather than for like the reaction of people. Whereas before, I think I was writing like, okay, I want to make something pop or like indie or something cool because that's what's going to get streamed. Like no one knows like Bossa. So I found if I just like was true and like made Bossa people, like, like, you know, people have been liking it so far. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. You're saying about reactions because I think we actually do sometimes do a, a, well, it can be more natural sometimes to do a, more things worrying about the perceptions of other people. And like, and then you think, hang on, yeah, this isn't actually what I want to do or this isn't yeah like it's not working it's not it was like it didn't doesn't click because it's not you so actually we'll just get into some music now we're gonna hear um talking to myself from your 2021 release that one talking to myself released in 2021 was that I think you did you start releasing stuff in 2021 yeah I started releasing song in 2021 because I had like I was when I moved to New York I it was still COVID and I was doing school online I had my last semester I graduated in 2021 and every like the last semester you have like a capstone project that can be whatever you wanted and I made a product like something to myself like hey no I'm gonna release a song for my project like I'm gonna rip the band-aid off and just release something just to figure out how I can do it, you know? And then I released, like, To a Stranger, my first thing. And then I think actually talking to myself was the first thing that I released where I was like, okay, I actually like these three songs. And, like, I put in time and effort to them. And I produced and, like, played every instrument on them by myself. And then, like, I just sent them to my friend to mix. And it was the first time I had gotten, like, anything mixed and been like, okay, I'm actually going to, like, put this out there, like, see you, you know, and, like, feel good. And I feel like that's a good mixture of, like, me trying to keep bossa but also like adding new like drums and sounds and stuff like that yeah that's actually what i was gonna ask as well about producing because um i thought you produced your own stuff i wasn't sure um is that something that you learned while you're in boston how to produce um kind of i was kind of just like learning but i think when i actually moved to new york I, and i was like truly like alone i forced myself to just produce and i would just like hang out by myself and just produce like a beat a day and make some tracks or just like i would listen to songs i'd be inspired to and i would like learn how to sample songs and like sample drums from songs and like that's when i really learned how to do it i really enjoy it i would just be home just like making beats people were, like what are you doing i'd be like oh i can't hang out i'm making beats yeah and that's definitely, I mean, something you hear, like you said, you're merging the bossa with, and that that's what you hear, the electronic influence um, in your music. So what, who are, I guess, some electronic artists that you've personally taken inspiration from? Um, my gosh, I love just like mixing the sound. Like, it's actually crazy because I have a whole electronic project that I like take a lot of inspiration from like Peggy Goo and like different artists like that that like love to do stuff like that or just like artists that mix things together more i don't know just like like, like men i trust the band i really like i don't know if you know the band antenna that's that's a really good band i think they're more like old school but they they do mix a lot of bossa and like electronic stuff too yeah just like a lot of artists that like likes to mix stuff like that and so i feel like i, I have this uh, electronic project called girasol 
that's like out on stuff and that's really more like and um i wanted to add that a bit onto my other stuff and i want to do more of that now yeah so versatile artist basically (laughs) who does a little bit of both um is that something because i know that you play out in new york i saw you did a show the other night um is that something you incorporate into live shows Mm -hmm. how's that experience been um I'm actually going to try to because so far, like my band is like me and I play guitar and then I sing and then I have bass and then drums and then keys and sometimes saxophone as well. And now I'm going to add a violin onto the mix. But something that me and my bassist do and we work well together is that he has a drum machine and so he'll be like playing on the pad. So sometimes we do duo sets and it'll be like me on guitar and singing and he'll be on bass, but also like playing the drum machine with more like electronic beats, and which like adds a whole new level to it all. Yeah. So I've seen that you make Spotify playlists as well that kind of for each release you do. And kind of, I guess it's a collection of music that's maybe inspired the release or inspired you. And I saw that um, Sade is one of the artists that crops up a lot. So, yeah. Oh, I just, I've always loved her. I don't know what it is. I, I always loved her. And I love playlists. I love music. Like, even before I was really making music when I was really young, I used to just, like, go on Spotify. Like, even when I first had Spotify, just, like, making playlists. Like, that's something, a, a dream job of us on, like, a playlist curator. I love to do something like that. But I just love, like, playlists together, making things, like, you know, cohesive. Like, I'm trying to get into DJing because that's kind of, like, what it is, too. Like, making playlists and, like, adding things together. But I even when I'm when I'm making a song or when I want to, I'm having just like a day where I'm not doing anything and I want to feel inspired and write a song. I listen to these playlists that I have that are like um, inspiring songs that I want to write like, and it helps me like be able to write a song or even if I come out with a new song, it helps like with the release of that song, people to like place it within the world of like a playlist. If it's surrounded by music, people know and like or music that's already out there. Um, it's easier for people to connect to it, I feel. Do you want to choose a Sade song to play? What's one of your favorites? I have so many favorites. Yeah, she's always been a constant in my life. Ah, I really love all her music. It's so hard. I always play Kiss of Life at every show, but that's a song I feel like everyone knows. So, but one of my other favorite songs of her is Lover's Rock. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. So do you ever see yourself now moving away from New York and continue the journey elsewhere? I mean, I guess you kind of just moved. <laughs> yeah, you know, I actually was thinking about that. I kind of would love to experience a new area and just like, you know, set up roots somewhere else as well. Just to, cause I feel like every place I move, like I make connections and then I have friends there and then it's like a whole other like world opening up. I would love to, I, I went abroad to Spain when I was in college in Valencia and I always and like that's when I actually started playing shows and like I actually like started like doing stuff for like my music like away from America and I really like that and that's some place I really would like to go I also was just in London um in September 
And so I would love to see what, you know, what it has in, what that place has in store for me too. Yeah. Well, that's because there's some options. Do you think, I guess your sound is changing in each place? I don't know. How much do you think where you are affects your output? I think it definitely does. I mean, I remember when I first moved here and like my roommates had moved to LA, I was nervous. So I was like, okay, LA is definitely more like a beach vibe. Like, I don't know if my music would be better there. But here, like, I was surprised by the reaction and, like, how well, you know, people like that. But I think, I don't know, I always write a lot when I'm in Brazil. And I was just there in Brazil and I had, like, I, I love to write. And I don't know, I also would love to go live in Brazil for a while and try to, like, make things there and play shows there. And, like, see how that is received there, how my music is received there. Yeah, that's definitely a very intriguing point, considering you've, Put your own spin on on the sound um are your parents back in brazil your family no they live in new jersey now my parents but my family yeah a lot i have a lot of family and they all live there how do they um receive your music do they like it they love it i mean i always go live at every show and it's for them oh yeah or for whoever yeah. but like my my family's always watching the live they're like oh yeah there's gonna be a live tonight there's a show like just let us know what time and so they love it you know they're like look at you you're gonna be the star oh bless. families say oh that's lovely um talk to me a bit about your um most recent project and the one that i, I played a bit from so that on a bitch of the name Deb Pois de Tudo <laughs> and again and again um so back to you the Pois de Tudo and In My Head I recorded live with my band like a year ago I recorded them and then in the summer I released like a song a month and then I knew uh, the Pois de Tudo would be the last one but I also wanted to add something else with it and so I, I wrote that song again and again and that was like I produced it all by myself and I, I felt like they each really worked together well. And it was like a perfect example, I think, of the mix of the bossa, but also the modernized version with like the electric guitar and then the drums and everything. That that was all pretty me, which is different than like the Pues Tudo, which was like with my band and stuff and all, and all the other songs. Oh, no, I really love that project, though. It's lovely. Um, What have you got coming up? I actually have a song coming out March 16th. Um, it's called I Can't Keep My Plants Alive. I was working this past year with a studio in Philly in Philadelphia called Eraserhood Sound. And we wrote two songs, one of them coming out um, March 16th and the other one coming out on May 4th. And also we're going to come out with the vinyl. And the vinyl will be out in June. And it'll feature this little LP with these two songs. And I'm really excited to have them out. Like The one that's going to come out uh, next in on March 16th is like, it's another really good mix of that, you know, bossa, but also like modern. And it has like, you know, some synth sounds, like since they have like their synth player really good. I'm also really excited for the song on March 4th, on May 4th, sorry, called Frutas and it's in Portuguese and it has like whole violin, like arrangements and like percussions, like a lot of Brazilian sounds. So that one's like very authentic to Brazil. So I'm excited for those to be out in the in the real world. Wow. Um, is there any chance can are we allowed to play one of them? Yeah, of course. This is the new song. And where can people um find out more from you or what's your Instagram? Um it's alisi.jpeg. It's jpeg. Yeah. And I'll be posting more 
You're on Spotify, everything, Apple Music, it's all Alicia. Wicked. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much.